Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 62. I'm in the city of Orange. I have a very, very special guest, Sam the Buffer. What's up, man? What's up? How you doing, Mega Man? Pretty good, pretty good, man. How's your day? Good, good. We're starting right now. And it's pretty funny that you say 1962, or you say that it's your episode 62. Uh-huh. And here we are sitting with a car, 1962 convertible Impala. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> what a coincidence, dope. man. That's dope. So, um, how was your day? Like, TJ, ready for the weekend? Oh, man. You know, we got a lot of things going on this weekend. Uh, there's a, two big shows. Uh, I pick up my daughter, so I'm gonna spend time with her, yeah. and then my son, and then so. Uh, but yeah, I have. I'm I'm ready, man. Ready for it? <laughs> There's a triple G fight tomorrow too. Oh, is there? Yeah, it's on the zone. Oh, okay, right on. Triple G fight and everything and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the reason why I wanted you on is it's like, man, you're you're getting well known and stuff. I see you. You're always on uh, the podcast, the uh, lives with George Perez, but. This is the thing where we're talking about earlier. You're really well known in the city of Orange. I mean, with detailing cars for for a lot of like people. Like, tell me about that. Yeah, it's it's actually you know um, I'm actually being you know I'm blessed you know and and I have a you know I have a talent that you know I I picked it up when I was a kid with my dad you know so um, you know I, I love cars you know I've done other type of work you know. I did the, um, you know, I worked at Mervyn's, you know, as a high school job, and I worked at a shoe store. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, you know, I love shoes, so yeah, I am a shoe whore. <laughs> <laughs> man, I gotta get some new shoes, man. I got these new balances. Man. Oh. <laughs> no. What are you into, like, like Chucks, Nikes? N- no, I, I, I use, I do everything. You know, I, I do the Air Maxes, I do the Jays. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta have the Jays. The Kanyes. Yeah, no, the, the Air Jordans, it. man. Oh, Come on, oh, old school, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but uh, but yeah, you know, I've I've had other other jobs in my career, you know, and and you know, I go back to detailing cars, and you know, for the past uh, three years now, straight, you know, I've been working out of my garage, you know, I um, I've been working out of my garage, and you know, I I've exposed a little bit of more. Um, I exposed a little bit more and you know what helps a little bit right now it's social media yeah you know back then you know when when we were doing this with my dad it was just a word of mouth yeah you know recommendations uh-huh. you know so now you know with new technology and you know all these new gadgets coming out you know you have YouTube you know you have uh, Instagram Facebook and Twitter, you got Snapchat. Twitter Snapchat all this stuff so of course you know people get to see you all over the world you know and which is it it feels good you know uh to be known out there and and you know people follow you and you know they see where you're about and then when they meet you in person it's like oh wow you're that guy on instagram sam the buffer Mm -hmm. you know so i've been at shows where it's a good catchy name too yeah you know i mean because a lot of my friends you know when when uh you know everybody we would hang around and it's like Sam, what Sam? Sam, the guy that buffs cars, you know. And that's where that name came about, you know. That Sam the Buffer, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and then I changed it to the Buffer is just, you know, just to be a little slang, you know, like you know, be a little more cool, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, the name stays the same, you know. I, I mean, I've had that name from, you know, from way back when, you know. This is not a new thing that just came out, you know. 
uh, when I had my my mobile car wash, you know, I had a detailing or mobile wash. Yeah. You know, it would be it was called Sam Mobile Detail. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I did I did wash cars before. You know, I was mobile, so it came where Sam's Mobile Detail. You know, and I had that for a couple years. You know, I even personalized my plates. You know, for my cars. You know the the you know just because you know I'll be out there washing cars and you know my trailer that I would pull it had the name on the trailer and then it had my license plate you know which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's badass. So tell me, I want I want my podcast listeners, I want them to get to know Sound the Buffer. So uh, tell me, where did you uh, where you grow up? I grew up in the city of Southgate. Southgate. Southgate Rams. Right now, right was uh, next by. Uh, Paramount and Downey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was Paramount and Downey, um, you know, but I, in the city of Southgate, you know, uh, Southgate, I, I went to Southgate, you know, um, elementary, you know, Victoria, mm-hmm. and then I went to Southgate Junior High, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, I came out of uh, Southgate High School. Southgate High School? Yeah. How was it back then? It was, it was good. It was, was in the early, ni- early like, late 80s, early 90s? A early, well, I graduated in 95. Okay, 95, my 95, bad. 95, yeah, okay. so... You know, but back then was uh, Mellow Mayonnaise, you know, Cypress Hills, you know, and we would see them around the neighborhood all the time. Oh, really? So I've known those guys for a minute, you know, and it, it feels good to see, you know, the local neighborhood kids, you know, that they're out there, you know, and they're doing it, you know, a big star for Cypress Hills and, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, you know? Yeah, yeah. How was it in back in the, in the 90s, like the, like the rap scene? The rap scene was cool, you know, like I said, you know, Mel Manes, you know, he put it down for the Hispanic community, you know, and which, you know, I, 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 now I message him on Instagram and mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you know, and so he remembers, you know, he remembers and, and, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he acknowledges, you know, like, hey, you know, these are old, you know, city boys, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we would go play football at a, you know, state park and, you know, and just hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, like I said, we didn't have media, you know, so everybody's out in the street, mm-hmm. you know, they get their bikes, their skateboards, whatever you can do, you know, just stay out there. And Playing street football. Yes. <laughs> street football, flag, everything, you, you know. You don't want to get pushed to the side <laughs> and you get hit by a truck. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, you know, so, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, you know, we had a lot of fun. You know, my teenage years was were the best, you know. It was the golden age because, like, I feel like the 90s was the best because you had the house parties, you had, like... The, the garage parties you had lowrider shows you had cruising you had everything was this lowrider was the scene back then oh yeah it was oh my yeah. gosh so many girls Whoa. oh my <laughs> god yeah that was crazy yeah we had we had a lot of shows in southgate uh we had the southgate park show we had the southgate high school show mm-hmm. and then we had the coliseum and then we had linwood park you know we had everybody had a park they had a barbecue you know you can go out there and you know, bring your grill, get some carne, the coronas and cerveza, you they know. They don't do that no more. They do, but it's not as much. I mean, and now, you know, with, you know, park uh, recreations. The rules and stuff. The rules. So it's a little different. So I remember, you gotta, it used to be packed. Yeah. We had, when, people would have to be there early, like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning to like, get that table. Yeah. 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 And they and now it's still the same. You know, like if you go to, if you try to do an Elysian, you know, Elysian park. You, know, you gotta be there at three in the morning, you know, just to hold the spot. You know, they don't open the park yet, but you're there waiting, you know. So as soon as the, you know, the uh, the workers open the door at, you know, five o'clock, yeah, it's like everybody's rushes in and tries to get a spot, you know, just so they can hang out there for the day. Yeah. 
Cinco de Mayo is a big event, you know, at Elysian Park. I mean, now there's a little bit other ones. You know, we're Whittier Narrows. There's another park, you know. Um, so yeah, it is. It is. It back then, like I said, low rent industry was a lot different. Southgate, yeah, Santa Fe Springs, Linwood, Southgate, Santa Fe Springs. Yeah. You know, you had Compton. What would you guys go cruising at? Uh, back in those days. Back in the days, um, like Southgate Park, you know, was was one of the biggest hits. You know, we would go cruise uh, Pacific Boulevard, you know, in Huntington Park. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then you'll go Hollywood Boulevard, of course. You know, Whittier Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was. Uh, there was a couple other locations, you know, to where, you know, people would go and they just find a place to park in Orange County. I think I remember back then it was, uh, you know, like Bristol. Uh, Bristol, yeah. yeah. George Perez always talks about it. Bristol's like, hey, he's always, he always says something about good luck. He says, why? Because, you know, every, every night someone's going to get killed. Yeah, something Bristol. would happen, yeah. Something would happen. Yeah, and then in the valley, you know, you you had Lower Canyon, you know. Um, you had Lower Canyon in... in, uh, in in uh, the city of you know um, San Fernando Valley. Okay, yeah. You know, so yeah, there was. I mean, like I said, you know, and everybody comes united to, you know, they'll go cruise down, you know, Boulevard, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, all the time. Always be girls like, hey, what's up? <laughs> in the day when when my dad used to go and um, drive uh, on the side, there used to be like girls always come in jeep and a jeep, and it was like how oh, that like hot nine girls in there, <laughs> two girls on top, you know, walking or on top, and they're all like that. I'm like, oh fuck, they're so hot. I always wonder who had the most hottest girls. Always people always say Southgate girls, Downey, Whittier, back then Huntington Park. I you know what I mean, I I wouldn't you know. It's kind of it's kind of hard to back then. Back then it was like you know, but I mean, it it, it was just it was just weird you know. I mean, because you had people from coming from everywhere. You know, yeah. you you had you know you had the the Valley girls trying to come into the LA scene, and mm-hmm. you know the 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 LA girls would try to go to the you know the Valley yeah. or you know. But that was we weren't into that. You know, we were just about. Hanging out and, and, and you know, time. having a good old time. It wasn't, you know, like like now, you know, now like... It's very chill. Yeah, now it's like, you know, it's, it's a little different. It, it's just the, the you know, the way the culture is now. You know, you can see the blacks and the, and the Hispanics and, you know, hanging out at a park. And, you know, you really have no beef going on, yeah. you know. But so, yeah, it is a little different nowadays. It, it, it's it's like because it, back in the nineties it was it was good but also you had gangs and a lot of violence like shooting people killing and I think in a way now like we get older and when we have kids kids are gonna realize how was it back then in the nineties it was like cruising down like just the good times but now it's just just quiet now it's very chill yeah it's chill you know you can go to an event and hang out and you know the kids would be kids mm-hmm. and you know the you know the uh, you know we we just hang out, you know we hang out and you know cheer up and have you know be safe out there you know. Yeah. Like, but then you have those other people that you know the the selfish people that come and 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 mess up a lowrider, you know thing you know like uh, you know doing donuts or doing burnouts and stuff like, that. like that. You know we don't that that's not really cool. You know that's disrespectful. You know because when I when I went to the LA Coliseum when they had the lowrider shows. I would love, I would be so in love, like, people would have detailed their cars and all you see in the front of their Impalas and their cars detailed, all these freaking trophies. 
a whole bunch of trophies they won from all these contests and all that stuff. I was like, wow. Even the bikes. Yeah, and you have kids now, you know, like the new, the, the, now the, now the kids, you know, they want to be involved in it. So you get them a bike, mm-hmm. you know, you get them a bike and you start them off and, you know, show them that, you know, you got to put your money away. You got to mm-hmm. save because you want to get the next pedals or you want to get the new, new rims or new tires, mm-hmm. you know, upholstery or, you know, stuff like that. So that's how you start. You know, that's honestly how, that's how it started, you know, yeah. for me. You know, I had a lowrider bike, yeah. you know, I had a lowrider bike and then, you know, as my, we, like I said, we were working on lowrider cars with my dad, mm-hmm. so I got into the theme, you know, and we got carried into, uh, my dad was doing a, a car club, you know, oh, yeah, back then. You, you guys have a car club? Yeah, my dad, you know, he, he would do a car, a car club, you know, their Showtime, Showtime car club, and that's who my dad would do a lot of the work for, you mm-hmm. know, so... He started with that club, and then he jumped into like doing Majestics. You know, he did a lot, uh, a couple other clubs itself. You know, Rollers Only. Uh, he did, you know, several other clubs. You know, and and it was pretty cool. And then in the nineties, it came the 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 you know the um, the Mexican trucks. You know, I don't know, I don't know if you remember. You had the Cheyennes, you had the four fifty fours. So that little ranchero started, you know, like theme Texas, started. Huh? Yeah, that that little that, that little Texas, uh, not Texas, but it was more like um, Arizona, Arizona type of thing. Or yeah. you know, they they would come and they wanted their candy paint truck. You know, mm-hmm. their you know their truck painted candy. Because I would see, with the gold and stuff like that. I would see like when I was in those times, I used to get re like always have issues of uh, lowrider magazines. Oh, okay. And I used to see all that stuff. They have the art. They have man, like if your car club was there, it's like oh, you were the shit. Yeah. Like, Whoa, that's well known. Like, and look at all that. There was one thing I always liked about. They used to have like uh, prices, like what the chromes are. This like a thousand bucks. This, this, and this mm-hmm. stereos and all that. Like, dang. I used to yeah. look into that. Like, that cost a lot of money back then. Back then, yeah, it is, and now it's even more. You know, because the culture has grown and and you know the craftsmanship that it takes to build a car. It's mm-hmm. it's insane. You know, like. Back then, you know, I would say like thirty five hundred bucks, you get a candy paint job. You know, now the easy, the cheapest paint job you'll get is like starts at ten thousand. You know, so yeah, it leads up to that. You know, and now it's like more money. You know, the better, the more money it costs. Is it because like the more money it's expensive because the paint lasts longer? No, not the paint. It's just of who, who's who's your painter. You know, gotcha. who painted it. You know, what's the story behind him? What's he got going on? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just uh, it, it did, like I said, it all depends. You know, because you know now you can nowadays. You know, if I was to take my car. To get painted, uh, to get an estimate, you know, they'll tell me like, "Hey, um, you know, I want to get this car painted." Okay, well, you need bodywork, this and that. You know, you, you're starting right around like 10 G's. Dang! How did you get started uh, doing detailing and all that stuff? Um, with my dad, I, I I would do it as a kid. Yeah. You know, I I work with my dad at, at a shop. He was working out of a auto body shop and. You know, so we were at the body shop, and I started learning how to wash cars, yeah. you know, with the mint, and then washing cars, and then, you know, I started moving and moving forward because I liked it, you know, and so I started doing uh, sanding cars, you know, like color, you know, helping my dad color sand cars. So I was color sanding cars. Um, what it is is that a freshly paint 
it has a little bit of texture so we would take that texture off and make it smooth that's badass that's what color sanding is uh -huh. you know so that's that's what i learned and and i carried it on you know so i picked up the buffer at the age of 12 i want to say you know, so I was 12 years old and I was already like helping my dad, like buff, you know, fender or door, you know, stuff like that. Were your eyes glued, whatever your dad did, you just watched. Him. I would watch him do it. Like the the thing was, is that when when we were on vacations, you know, from summer breaks or whatever in yeah. school, um, he would make us go with him. Like we we wouldn't stay home. Mm -hmm. Like and then he'll say, okay, you're gonna sit here and watch what I do. And I'm like, okay. So mm -hmm. we would watch him. Would he, with, with your dad like that, would he ever test you? It's like, okay, let's see how much you know. Like, do this, this, and see. Yeah. And he'll watch you what you'd say. Okay, you did this wrong. Yes. I correct you. Yeah, there were, there were several times that he would tell me, like, hey, you're grabbing, the, you're grabbing the buffer wrong. Or, like, you need to do this. You know, like, you know, you need to put it flat. You know, the, the, the wool pad needs to be flat. Like, you can't put it in angle. So, when you're buffing that thing and stuff, you're doing it like you're supposed to go in the circles? Or how do you... You're you supposed to go side to side and, and, the, and the pad to be flat on the surface. Yes. That's... Dang. That's, just, it's, that's a lot of work. I mean, despite you telling me all this stuff, it's like... How long would it take you? Uh, I mean, you can polish a car. I mean, me nowadays... You know, or now, right now, I I polish a car within like you know it takes sometimes it takes me about like thirteen hours, fourteen hours on a car. On a car? Mm -hmm. So you're probably doing like all night. Huh? Yeah, I do all night. I mean, I you know I start at nine o'clock and I don't finish till twelve, one, two in the morning. Nine a.m. This is not nine a.m. Mm, yeah, this is nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I try to you know I, I I try to put in my hours and you know because when I do a car it takes me two days. So I gotta make sure that that car is completely done in two days. So when you when you detail a car, do you start from the outside or you start from the inside? Um, for detailing, I would start from the inside. You know, like do the carpets, do the upholstery, and, you know, do the seats, and then start getting into the crevices. You know, like the air vents and you know the radio and you know the cluster. Start getting all that cleaned up, and then you move out to the outside. Why? Because the car is not going to get dusty anymore. So if you're working on the inside of the car, it's already sealed. It's already done. It's closed. Yeah. You don't worry about it anymore until you're, you know, you move on to the outside of the car. Yeah. I noticed and I saw one of your stories that you opened the hood and you were spraying, you were cleaning all the engine to make it look brand new. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's what I, you know, that's that's the engine. The, the, I mean, people call it engine steam cleaning or, or, or washing the engine. Mm -hmm. And it is, you know, that's that's basically what you do. You know, you wash the engine, get everything, all the crevices and, you know, all the dirt and oil and everything that, you know, creates the engine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it is. I mean, I, I do that as well. You know, sometimes, I mean, you've seen on my post before that I take wheels off cars, you mm -hmm. know. And I, you clean all the... I clean all the inside and, you know, I mean, we get into the major, major work now. That's just like whatever the owner, what he wants. Like, I want this, this, this. Yes, you know? I do have packages to where like, okay, I want interior, outside, and undercarriage. You okay, know? so with your package, with like everything, what do you do? Like, you do the buffing, you do the details, and what else? The undercarriage, the chrome, chrome, chrome suspension, and... Mm -hmm. You know uh, the belly. You know, like if the belly is painted, uh -huh. you know we can wax that as well and polish it all out. Get it ready for a big event. 
most of those cars are you know like turntable cars or show quality status cars you know uh -huh. to where like they go to an event and, and what i meant by an event is by a car show um they go to an event and they're gonna display their car you know with everything taken apart so that they put mirrors underneath the car and oh. people are able to see all the major work that was done so I, I, I I seen that one time, but I never knew like why would they looking under the car so they see how shiny and everything looks. It makes sense now. Mm -hmm. And cars get judged by how how good of a oh, car really? is clean. Yeah. So they look at what what the judges they they look at under the car, the hood, detail. Do they go like check everything? Yeah, they do check like? everything. There was a this past weekend. This past weekend, I was in Pismo Beach, and we took a 1961 on Impala, a bubble top. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we got there, they said, oh, okay, well, you know, what kind of car did you bring? You know, well, we brought a 61 Impala. Then, you know, they see two Mexican guys, you know, pretty much, you know, like, oh, and we're in a, we're in a, um, a good guy's car show. This is like, good guys is like yeah. top of the line stuff, you know? And they said, oh, well, we got, you know, actually my, my friend, my client, you know, he told them that he would uh um that he got an email saying that the car was 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 able to make it to the gold class and the gold class is like the most highest class of the of that event it's almost like a champions league yeah champion. you're like you need to make it to the champion league you know championship league to get to get here you know so we'll determine if your car is gold class and we're like oh okay well we'll bring it down so we went and brought the car down and we showed it to them they're like Oh wow, this is this is a bad machine right here. You're bringing a top of the line car, and I was yeah, you know, we, you know, we got put together. It took several years to get it done and stuff like that. So they're like, okay, well now it's gonna now we're gonna need to check it, see if it qualifies for the gold class and how the how clean the car is. Uh -huh. And I said, okay, go ahead. So a guy got there, you know, he brought out a creeper, and he went underneath the car. And started checking like the you know the on the carriage he was checking the suspension he was checking behind the bumpers you know like checking in between the door the door jams he was like he had he, yeah he was checking to see like if there's any any dust any dirt how would he any, know when he opened that door right there on the side he would look he, he would look and he had him he had him uh you know those dental uh mirrors yeah with an extension that he you're actually able to pull it Damn, out like that yeah man he put that thing in between the door jam and and he was checking he had a flashlight he had all this cool gadgets that i would never 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 think that they would check a car so far they would have it's almost like the way just if for you to like open that it's like you almost have to take this whole door just to get that get in between from. yeah what the heck? yeah so he, they did that and you know, but again, I did that. I worked on that car for five days, so I knew that it had to be top notch. You know, so by by me putting so much work into it, and I was literally judged on how good of a person I am of cleaning the car. Mm -hmm. You know, which uh, it felt good because the guy did say, you know, underneath his breath, he will say, "Damn, I can't find nothing wrong with this car." You know, and my wife is like two feet away, like listening to this guy going crazy because I can't find nothing wrong with this car. Yeah, I can't find nothing wrong with this car. So he finally did. He found he found something, you know, and it was like the, you know, like it was it was 
It was a uh, to me it was stupid because like he wiped it off himself, but by him doing that, it's what made him not or what made me not perfect. You know, just by doing that, just by him, you know, finding something in between the glass. You know, there was a there's a like you know residue of of the wax, and he took it off like literally he took it off with his finger, and that car would have been perfect, but just because he had to do it, he didn't give me the best detail work. Is that like because he couldn't find anything wrong with the car? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Imagine if he didn't find anything, that's almost like your car would have been, it was almost like a unicorn, yeah, perfect, like hole in one. Yeah, it it, would have been a hole in one. I mean, it would have been great, but I did get recognized, you know. I mean, among all those 900 cars, you know, I placed silver, yeah, you know, which was good. It, It was a good feeling. The car was its first show ever. It had never been on the street, you know, it took a five-year build for this customer, you know, mm-hmm. to have that car done, it, you know, so by him getting a silver, you know, like, which is third place, mm-hmm. I think it was, it was really, really good. It was a good accomplishment, but now we know where we stand, and now I know where I stand on as far as detail work, so now I can up my game up a little bit more. It's all about getting better. And it's getting better, that's yeah. Like, that's like, like how you're doing, like, you doing this for so long and the expectations how you want it to be has to be here but now you want it the next level the next level it's like there's no ending but it's that's how it is like when i start the podcast i feel like my podcast is going to be here but i want it to be the next level the right next level. but it's good it's good because now you it's almost like you it's your name if this is your name like sam the buffer you it's your name is like, i guess my reputation on the line I'm yeah, that dude. feels good. Thank you. <laughs> Badass. Yeah. Uh, with the car shows, do you do, do you like do you only LA or do you go to Arizona, Texas, like every? You just take your car everywhere. Yeah, you, you if you go to an event, I mean, if it's your personal car, you can wherever you want to go. You know, you uh-huh. can. There is a lot of other states that you can go travel. You know, biggest shows is Arizona. You know, um, Vegas. You know, you got you know you got Vegas. You got Texas. Every 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 big state has a uh, a, a big event for a lowrider show. Mm-hmm. If you want to attend, yes, you can. If your money's right or whatever, you know you can go there and there, and it's a great experience. You know, I mean, I've I've traveled you know to other states and I flew to you know to other places to work, um, and then also to attend a car show. Like let's just say, you know, I want to go to uh, Miami a car show. You know, I can fly and go over there go for the weekend mm-hmm. go watch a show and come back and you know let it all start over again but and like i say with nowadays you know with technology and social media and stuff that people see you all over the world and you know if they see you in their state or in their in their territory they'll be like hey that's that guy from california so people do see you different you know like they're like oh wow hey can i get a picture with you or Hey, good to meet you. And more like businesses. More business, yeah. That's so, good. and and I I've been to SEMA, you know, several years in the past, and now this past year, you know, I had people that you know I'm walking around with my Sam the Buffer shirt or jacket, and people, you know, they see the name and they're like, hey, you know, you're that guy on Instagram, you know, can uh, can I ask you a question? And so you take the time because these people are your followers they're your fans they know who you are because of what they see you doing Mm -hmm. so it's it would be bad for me to say hey you know no i don't have time you know which it has happened to me with celebrities you know i've 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 been wanting to meet like a celebrity or something like that 
and it's like hey can i get a picture and i'm like oh, i'm busy you know and it feels it feels sad it feels bad to reject these guys you know to be rejected you know so what do i do i stop watching their tv shows i stop watching the movies that they're in why because we're the supporters you know we're you know we're your biggest fans and if you don't have like two three minutes not even minutes like two three seconds to take a picture or like or to meet you and greet you and stuff like that you know it feels sad you know i'd be humble like when i started and uh i get people like yeah you're Mega Man, right it's like from the Mega Man's podcast like yeah we did with george perez and those guys like yeah let me take a picture it's like hell yeah and i talk to them have drink beers and all that stuff and talk about some good stuff whatever but it, it's it's always good that your followers or people who you listen to they they follow your journey and stuff like that you know because when i when i promoted you on my uh instagram story they're like you're gonna have sam the buffer on that's what's up you know like all that stuff yeah that's and it feels good i mean like i said i've you know i i look at that and 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 you know and it's an honor for you to be here you know yeah i mean and and then this this is how we start you know yeah my day you know i start nine o'clock and i i get cranking from there you know i i put on my jams and 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 just put my game on you know my game on face you know it's like mm-hmm. start doing we start working on cars and and this is what i love to do so when you love to do something you know you you try to achieve it you know you knock it down like okay cool you know there's not one day that i don't feel like working <laughs> you know and 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 like i said this is what what makes me feel good and and you know work on a car it's tiring don't get me wrong it is tiring but you know the the results people's faces um you know the reactions um and and getting you know these great compliments from people like hey you know your work is awesome hey i've seen your work and i love it you know hey i I can't wait to get my car done by you you know so if it feels good it feels good to people get recognized you know when i see you from time to time if you have time uh when you do your lives and you're detailing a car i'm like dang it's like shiny it's like all details like that's what's up dude Mm -hmm. that's badass so so the um so yeah you know so i mean another thing is you know we you know we sit here and we talk and and if you know like it's basically like an interview like they want people want to know who you who you are and where you come about and you know where it all started and going back to the to the history you know i remember like you know earlier when you were asking about you know my dad and stuff like that and you know i remember him like damn he used to push me so hard but he pushed me so hard that now it's a success you know so it feels good because i learned to work you know no shortcuts no shortcuts you know yeah. i did it the right way that's what i always I always feel like with people when uh they they tell you oh, how do you do this how do you do that but they don't want to they want the easy way they don't want the long way they don't want to go through the hard stuff well you know and it's true that's true because now nowadays and 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 you see them a lot is uh you know now that technology is out there it's it's very e- it's very for it's very easy for people to go on YouTube and and learn how to you know how to detail a car, mm-hmm. you know, or not just detail a car but like to do anything. Oh, uh, how do I set up my internet? Oh, let me let me uh, YouTube it, you know. So YouTube has became 
you know a success as well for for a lot of, a lot of those people that want to learn how to do something mm-hmm. you know um i don't refer myself to you to youtube a lot other than you know i've had people you know um or or yeah i want to see somebody you know like i I've, i know several youtubers and it's like i see them on youtube and i look at their channel you know to show support you know and i see what they're about and i'm like oh okay cool and then i'll see them in the street and I'm like hey you're that youtuber you know so yeah i mean you know and everybody has a a fan you know out there mm-hmm. you know so yeah it is, it's pretty cool yeah when i first gained to know who you were i um george perez I think there was like a, a my the, boy. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> George Perez aside from the George Perez stories. I think they were doing a, a toddler tot, like a donation for like for kids. Yes. Like yes. Toys, gifts, and all that stuff. And that's when I was like, okay, and see what said he was promoting because I think like you did his car or something like that. Yeah, I, I worked on his car. You know what? Uh, you know, and it and it all starts with with you know with that you know where we. Uh, you know, I, I listen, I pop in on his Facebook, I mean, uh, Instagram lives, you know, I mean, we support the local comedians and everybody here and not just, you know, you guys, you know, but, you know, Side Dick and, and, you know, um, Xavier, of course. Xavier, <laughs> <laughs> Xavier, Side Dick, <laughs> you know, George Perez and, you know, Felipe Esparza, we're like, we're big fans, you know, like, you, you like listen to a lot of podcasts. Huh? Yeah, I listen to a lot. Um, there's sometimes I'll just pop it in and, you know, listen to it as I'm working. That's good. So, you know, because we got to support our, our, our people, you know, and, and it feels good. Like they, they recognize you. You're at a show or, or an event or or you get invited like, hey, you know, we're going to be at a Brea Improv, you know, and man, I'll buy my tickets. Let's go. You know, or though sometimes I, I've gone to where like. You know, George says, "Hey, I'll put you on the guest list." You know, and and to me, that's that's great. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, for for somebody to put you on the guest list, it feels good. Yeah. You know, you're you're a supporter, and and of course, you know, after the show, we hang out, we have a couple beers, take pictures, and you know, and it is, I mean, we we do whatever it takes to uh, yeah. to help out. I'm always been a big supporter with the podcast people, like Martin, Felipe, and all those guys, but now it's to the point with my with my schedule with work and now that i'm doing the podcast it's like whenever i have time i'm time you know because i went back then when i when when i didn't have a podcast i would always go support them george perez i do have comedy shows at brea you know seeing felipe or comedy you know and all that stuff on martin in long beach with hooter and like that but now that i'm doing the podcast mega man's traveling to all these places to have guests on my podcast because i want their story to be told because it's, I just feel something in my heart it's like I want him on my podcast I don't give a fuck what he says I want him on my <laughs> podcast I want that's his story dope. I want his uh, story to be told and that's why I wanted to have you on you know thank like, you such a great honor man. no it sucks like, I just got off work too but I don't give a fuck dude I, I feel good because talking it just it intrigues me the stories you're talking like everything it's like it's like it's a big fucking passion for you yeah it is i love it it's yeah. just like man, i'm like super awake now because like fuck it's like my, oh, i showed you my car someone keyed my fucking car but it's like <laughs> it's it's okay but it's nice because i always see these you know i'm seeing i'm i can't get my eyes off this impala we're just seeing right now is this i rarely see impalas in my eyes uh, yeah. once in a blue moon and it's just it's a lot but um with celebrities, uh, do you do a lot of celebrity cars? Um, I've done several. I've done several celebrity cars, you know, in my past. 
you know, I I did um, you know, I worked on Randy Couture's uh, Uf- you know, UFC fighter. UFC, yeah. You know, Randy Couture. You know, I I've done uh, Silva. I mean, I've Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. Oh shit. Yeah, they 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 used to train at Randy Couture's gym in Vegas. Okay. So I um and then Randy Couture has a son. You know, and and oh, Ryan Couture. Ryan Couture. Yeah. Uh, and then the and then the wife as well, or the ex-wife now. Yeah, some, yeah. So, but yeah, I I got to meet them by doing a uh, by doing a car for a shop that it was a surprise car for Randy Couture. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a surprise car. Randy Couture didn't know about it. It was a the Dodge Charger when they first came out. Um, one of my friends, you know, one of my clients from the shop, he uh he called me. Hey, I need a car. I need a car detailed. You know, this is a big, big, you know, person. He never told me who it was. So I said, okay, cool. So I shot over there. Um, I worked on the car, cleaned it up, polished it, got it ready. You know, they did sounds, stereo. I mean, well, they did sounds and rims and tinted the windows. And they did all kinds of stuff to the car. So the car needed to be turned in clean. And so I, I went out there. I did the car. And um, and as we, as we, uh, we finished the car... Um, you know, my friend Mike, the owner of the shop, you know, he calls me. He's all like, hey, you know, could, could we uh, could we clean the area real quick? You know, I mean, I want to I want to like get this area cleaned up. And I said, sure. So we started getting all my my detail stuff away, putting it away in my trailer. And we set the car inside the shop. So here comes, you know, six two guy, you know, big buff guy. And we're like, I'm not trying to remember who this guy is. I'm like, hey, I know this guy. You know, and then so I I see I see him, and I'm like, as as he gets closer, and I tell Mike, I'm like, hey, is that Randy Couture? He's all like, yeah, that's Randy Couture, and I'm like, dude, that's like, you know, that's the man right there, you know. So, um, you know, by him seeing his car, and he started looking at it, and you know, expecting it, and it's like, wow, you know, I just did a car for Randy Couture, you know. So um, they like my work. And the wife or the ex-wife back then, you know, she she told me she's like, hey, this is a, this is my business card, you know, get a hold of me. We like your work, you know. Would you come and wash cars at our gym? And I said certainly. And I said, and she's the first thing she said was she's like, you know, are you licensed or insured? And I said yes, ma'am, I am. And she's all like, okay. She's like, come see me Monday. And I said all right. So on Monday, um, you know, I couldn't wait. I was just like a kid. I'm like, dude, I can't wait. I'm going to go to Randy Couture's gym, you know. This is a hidden place in Vegas. You know, it's really not known. I mean, you know, unless you're into the UFC fighting. Yeah, you know? yeah. Extreme Couture. Extreme Couture. So uh, here I am. I, I go to the gym, and they give me the walk around. And, you know, here I am meeting all these, you know, big upcoming. Back then was upcoming fighters, and now they're champions. And, you know, they've done their career, you know. So I started washing cards for them. Mm-hmm. So uh, Randy Couture... You know, was one of my biggest uh, customers, you know, in Vegas back then to where like I would go to the gym and post up, you know, I'll be there from, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning till six, seven o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. I'll put up a tent and wash cars at Randy Couture's gym. So that was a very exciting uh, time for me back then. That's so hot. Yeah, it was hot. I mean, you're dealing with 110 degree weather, you know, in Vegas. I was in the summer, 130. Uh, no, it was like right, right around like 115, 110, oh. you know, right there. Yeah, so we had had a lot of water, and we were under the shade. You know, we'll cool off when we didn't have cars. 
we go to the gym and and hang out and and watch these guys spar you know it was pretty cool man you know i've seen um when the first movie from spanbulls um that that was gonna start being filmed you know i got to see you know my favorite and my idol which is uh you know rocky balboa Sylvester Stallone. is my i'm the biggest fan you know and seeing seeing him in person you know at this gym i'm like what rocky balboa Sylvester Stallone. you know so it was it was it was really cool you know just you know memories <laughs> Yeah, I mean Sylvester. How often you see Sylvester? Once in a lifetime. Yeah, I mean I've seen him in Vegas. We ate at his at his restaurant. You know, he used to have the restaurant with uh, Bruce Hollywood. Willis. Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. I remember that. Yeah. I used to go. I was like thinking we're gonna bump into James Claude Van Damme, John Claude Van Damme, <laughs> or Schwarzenegger thing. But it'd be like all the memorabilia and stuff. Yeah. It was like, fuck, dude. It was badass back. Those man. That was like in the early two thousands. Yeah, early two thousands. I want to say. Um, yeah, I think it was like early 2000s, right around then. I, I opened up... No, actually, it was later than that because I opened up my detailing business in 2005 in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it was it was right around like... I would say like 2007, 2007, 2008, right around then, mm-hmm. uh, if, I could, if I remember correctly. You know, but I've done, you know, I've done other... You know other people you know around town um here in in la i mean you know you got mc poncho shout out to him he was shout out to him he too. was on my podcast way like in the beginning of the year super humble guy nice i don't even care what people say about him that guy that guy has a heart yeah he's, he's you know i mean i go out there i take care of his cars and you know he was uh the the, the way i came with him was that Again, you know, he he posted out there yeah. on Instagram saying that he was looking for a detailer that wanted to bring his 2005 Cadillac back to you know origin you know um, originality. Yeah. And so um, you know, several names, you know, several people dropped my name. I didn't know about it. I got tagged in the post. So I hit him up. I said, hey, you know. Well, let, let, let's 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 take this long shot, <laughs> you know. That's what I did too. When, when I wanted MC Poncho on my podcast, I DM'd him, and it's like he's like, "Yo, hey, what's your number?" And I gave him my number. He called me right there, like in ten minutes. Hey, Megan, what's up? Like that. So, what's your podcast? Like, I never I only did a podcast with Felipe. That was it. And it's like this is my second one. It's like he was like super cool, you know. And I was like nervous because I was like, I was like, "Fuck, it's MC Poncho, dude." Yeah. I, when you when when you, you see Felipe has guesses or certain being like, I got like, fuck, don't fuck up, man. Yeah. I was like nervous when I had him in my podcast. I invited him in over. I invited him to do the podcast, and I was like nervous. And and we're talking since, you know, like for another hour. I was like, but how all my stuff? I was just like nervous. But he was so nice, like super cool, dude. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that, you know, with him, that's the way it came, you know. I did his car, did the Cadillac, and it took off from there. You know, he he likes my work, and you know, so we we did it, and and you know, now we maintain his cars. You know. Do you um, ever like know anyone like in the in the South Bay like Harbor area instead of MC Poncho like Tony the Wizard? No, I've never met anybody like that. I mean, I've I know a lot of people out there because a lot of my clients come from you know the harbor area a lot of impalas like you know a lot of impalas there's a lot of cars out there i mean hitting cars that you don't even know like they're ogs over there yeah there's a there's a there's a friend of mine or you know now he became a friend you know but he was a customer 
and he lives right down the street like literally from my compadre's house oh really yeah so they like you know um when i went to the house i'm like hey you know my compadre lives up the street and he's all like the guy with the yellow 64 he was like yeah and he's all like damn dude that car is bad you know so there is you know people out there in, in san pedro harbor area that you know have nice cars and i get like i said i have a lot of clientele that comes out of there That's good. you know um so so yeah it's it's i mean i i move around you know i do a lot uh, i normally don't like to go out and do uh work outside of my work area because i have to haul all my stuff you know but gotcha. if you know if if i if i do it you know it takes me longer i would have to do travel cost and you know stuff like that i mean i know that from orange county to san pedro it's not that far but man you know gas prices right now are go up yeah it's so over there it's like the cheapest like it's like what 385 something like that four bucks yeah so oh that's my. why yeah i get it <laughs> i'm like yeah you know what hey throw throw in some fuel money man i'll go over there <laughs> give me like 50 bucks man because like that yeah, you drive it's like it's no joke and that's one thing when i do the podcast is like I always try to manage my gas yeah it's like fuck, like uh, my girl's like you're traveling all these life how can they come to you like sometimes i go to them or sometimes they come it just depends i don't care about gas these days i just care about going and, and getting that guest on and understanding him and get to know him and his story that's that thing that's that's the most thing that's that's the most priceless thing i care about nice like, you know like i mean i came over here talking about everything and and to me i'm just like badass <laughs> and we could talk for days and stuff right um what's the future for uh santa buffer now that's a good question um i'm just gonna stay real i'm just gonna be you know i i just want my name to to be exposed you know um you know by doing by by uh branding my name out there you know it, it you know feels good you know i'm not gonna have a lot of you know, I don't have that type of money to where like I want to do a billboard or, or you know something like that. But you that. got social media. That's but I got care. social media. You so. got that. You got that. Let me back you up. Yeah. So that's you know that's another thing that it's it's kind of cool because you know for me I, it's just for my my name to be exposed. I would say. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. That's you know good. So it's, it's good that you have uh, people like you know if you have like hey you know you have details or this people are gonna DM you like yeah I need this this I mean there's always money coming in. Which is good, more business, you know. Yes. Man, imagine if there was like social media back then, and the, you know, you would be like, "Fuck." No, I would have. I would have had it made. <laughs> I would have yeah. had it made. Yeah, and earlier we were talking about like we were saying about people where it's like people who are posing as like, "Oh, I did this, this, and this." I was like, "Really?" You know, like that's weird. You know, like they they would pretend to be like, "Oh, I did this," and they're like, you know, like. Nah, that's not true. Yeah, no, I mean, it, and it is true. Sometimes, you know, you have you have people saying that, you know, they've been doing this for many, many years. And, you know, you look at the history and you look at when, you know, product was released or, or stuff like that. And it's like, well, that product didn't exist back then, you know. Or, you know, you get the where like, okay, well, how old are you? You know, I mean, I'm like, you know, an X amount of age. I don't know how old, you know. I'm just putting an example like if I was like, you know, um, like me, for, for instance, me, I'm 40, I'm 43. So if I was to say, oh, I've been doing this for 40 years, like I started doing this at three years old, like, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like me when I, when people ask me how long you've been doing this 
professionally at the professionally level I can say comfortably like 20 years you know I'm saying professionally now like being me getting paid for my job my services mm-hmm. that's what I mean by professionally because there's levels because there's levels you know so you can't you know you can't say that oh you know so like let's just say when I was at like the age of nine years old that I would go to my dad's shop and he will pay me a buck or two bucks to wash a car or help him wash a car. It's like, you know, nine years or t- let's just say nine. Yeah, let's just say 10 years to keep it roughly, you know, I'll be like 40. You know, so I can say, oh, I have 40 years experience. It's not true because, yeah, you've known about it or you've done it, but it, not at a professional level, which is different. You know, so I, I stick to myself of professionally. I got paid for as I grew up. Not when I was like two years old and 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 will grab a rag and, and and clean a tire and say, hey, you know, I was cleaning cars at two years old. No, I don't think so. I don't think that that's right, you know, because that's not at that level. You know, I mean, if you want to be, you know, you want to get credit for whatever, that's, you know, that's that's cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, a professional is a professional. Yeah, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, that's 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 my biggest thing, you know, like. You know, I can't say, oh, I've been doing this for, for 43 years old, you know, for 43 years, you know, because I'm 43, mm-hmm. you know, so. And like your dad was knew it from the, the people we're talking about, when, like you go to AutoZone and you see that name, I was like, oh, shit, like the big boys. Oh, yeah, you have. I mean, there is a lot of big products out there that, you know, um, requires you have mothers, you know, they had there back then was Mark five, you know, um. And stuff like that. So, the, you know, the nowadays there's there's product for everything. You know, nowadays you know you got Mothers, McGuire's, 3D. You got, you know, Adrian's polishing, or you got Jay Leno doing, you know, Jay Leno products oh, too. Oh yeah, Jay Leno has a lot of cars and details. Yeah, it's like Fluffy too. <laughs> Fluffy. Oh, Gabriel Iglesias. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shouts to Fluffy man. But that's that's bad. Uh, lastly, last question for all my new listeners all the the podcast listeners who listen uh weekly how do you want my listeners to to know you as like recognize to know you remember you as the buffer the buffer (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i mean yeah the buffer man i mean this guy does it all guys and uh it's it's truly an honor to to have you on my podcast and um Learning from you, it made me understand about details and and Buffy. Now is like, man, fuck, I'm gonna have to get take my car to you now. Yeah, you can bring it anytime. I mean, even if it was just to to uh, to get a regular wash, you know. Yeah. Um, and to those who listening, you know, they I do offer the uh, washing services too. Mm-hmm. So not just the detail work, but I can do a regular car wash. Like if you don't have time. To go to the car wash and, 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 and sit there and wait like an hour, 45 minutes or mm-hmm. 30 minutes. You know, I provide the service that I come to you. Yeah. Do you have a website where people, like, the people listen? Uh, just on Instagram. Just DM you know, Yeah, send me a DM, you know, um, and, and we can, you know, we can arrange that, mm-hmm. you know, for regular car wash as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I'm providing that news, that service. Mm-hmm. You know, I did it before, but, you know, now I have a... a now I have a worker that you know helps me out cash, and cash credit card, everything. cash credit card, everything, anything you oh, know. Yeah. Um, 
PayPal. PayPal? Well, that's easy, yeah. 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 Pay- PayPal, Betmo, and what are they? Oh, Cash App and all this shit they Beers have too. there. <laughs> hey, I work for VM2. <laughs> He's like, yeah, give me the Canelo, give me the Triple G fight for tomorrow too. I'll do that for free. Well, everything else, man, thank you so much. Do you want to do any plugs before we log off? Um, anything coming up? Any Anything? I have a couple shows coming up. Oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna put the, we're gonna put this out uh, tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. Um, well, it's a uh, you can't miss. You know, you you're in L.A. You know, you cannot miss the the Taurus Empire. You know, car show. You know, here in July twenty second. Okay. You know, there's a big big show. You know, uh, uh, in at the convention center, and it's the biggest lowrider show in California or in L.A. It's July 22nd. I don't know if it's on a week. Is it a Saturday? Uh, Sunday. I think I might, maybe I might have to take a trip over there. Because I was the last time. I say last level low ride show I went to was like 16. No way. I think it will be... I'm going to take my girl there. I'm going to take my boys. And say like, hey, these are the, these are the good old times with daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are still in my nutsack. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 I think I would go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like I said, it's the biggest show, and you know, here in July, uh, Taurus Empire. Okay. You know, shout out to him, man. He, he, you know, he's 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 badass. He puts one show together, man. He's he's been doing it for the past, I think, 10, 15 years or something like that. Uh-huh. You know that he puts you know LA lowrider shows together. You know, and and it, I mean, it takes money, man. It takes a lot of money, but look, hey, you know, he basically puts it out there hell yeah, yeah. any uh any shout outs you want to do and you gotta you gotta give all the shout outs to the boys <laughs> who got you here man like, uh, any thank you so much no i mean you know just everybody thanks thank you everybody for the support you know i appreciate you know everything and and you know just stay strong you know i mean you know this is this is just the beginning i'm i'm, I'm getting there to where i need to to be at you know i'm comfortable you know, I, I stay busy and I'm, I'm very humble. Like, you know, any DMs, you know, messaging, texting, whatever, you know, I'm always open to answer questions and, you know, take the time to to go look at vehicles and stuff like that. Well, thank you so much for doing my podcast. <laughs> but before we go, um, I just want to give a couple shout outs to uh, MC Poncho, Sidek Eddie, George Perez. Alex DeLarge and the High Riders, man. And uh, everyone who's been listening to the Mega Man's podcast. And give this guy a follow. Follow him on Instagram. Sam the Buffer, man. This guy this guy knows details on cars, man. Woo, baby, man. He knows what's up. But thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Rate and review. Leave me those five stars on iTunes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at MegaMass6980 and my the MegaMass podcast on Instagram too and Sam the Buffer I'll put everything on bef- uh, for tomorrow and you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitchers, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, Overcast, Castbox, Pocket Cast Breaker and Radio Public. All right, from the city of Orange, much love to all you guys, man. Sam the Buffer and Mega Man, we are out. Thank you.